I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they missed the bowl of kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. You're pinning words all like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. Well, we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, y'all? Wakanda! Slow yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. So, little disclaimer, Lisa Bolakaja is out again for this week, Man. but uh, we will see her soon. Um, um, had a little tragedy happen, you know, up there at work and stuff, so she's taking care of all that. So, shout out to her. Yep. Prayers go out to, you know, peoples. Why do I say prayers? I don't even pray. Uh, <laughs> good thoughts. Well, vibes, yeah, good vibes, thoughts and vibes. Vibes, everyone. Vibes. vibes. Um, everyone prayers. <laughs> everyone I prayers. Pray. Listen to it you. just ain't. To God. <laughs> well, okay, that's a whole other show. Right. Who are you praying I'm to? I'm to the universe and oh, high, universe. Hook me up. Know, okay. Hook my brother up. Um, anyway, so uh, no disrespect to people who believe in God. That's great. Do you? Um, I just picked something. <laughs> I still pray. I'm just like you so know. Anybody listening? Help a brother out. No, I'm just like universe. You know. And uh, anyway, okay. Uh, so y'all know how we do in the rant room. <laughs> if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it in. Okay. So we got my man on the show, Chris Derrick. What? From the writing directing team, the Derrick Brothers. What's up, Chris? What's, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. Yeah. Go ahead. And then we got Big Bro. <laughs> He, he going to move next door. Yeah, I am going to move next door. <laughs> that office is empty. I'm taking it. It's been empty for a while, too. Really? I, I, maybe, well, yeah. there may be a reason then. It might be too spendy for a little man like me. So, but, yeah. We'll see. You know, everyone <laughs> thinks I'm rich. Uh, I live in a duplex, man. Yeah, yeah. I live upstairs in a duplex. <laughs> Okay. Do you own a duplex? No, I'm oh. renting. I'm still steady renting. You chose to rent, bitch. No, That's all. No. You roll it. No. God I'm preaching no. rolling on the oh, 500 Lord. bins. I see you. My car is 18 <laughs> years old. <man. laughs> Give me a break. Okay, mine like is that. 1975. It ain't so. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, his car is the Starsky and Hutch car. <laughs> it's a pimp car, damn it. It's the, from <laughs> so 1975. You can't, you, so you can't give the age on that. <laughs> I think I'm I mean, it was a Dodge Dart from 1975. Well, his then I'd be like, car is actually. The Starsky and Hutch car. It is not like I'm. It's like a Starsky and Hutch car. It is that it's car. It's the actual car. It says Huggy Bear one. Doesn't say Huggy oh, Bear one. Yeah, yeah, Huggy. Yeah. yeah. You can't believe it. But now when you come to LA, if you see it, you'll know who's driving. <laughs> it's you and Angeline. Exactly. exactly. You're the ones we can identify. Anyway, welcome to the show, Jeff Thorne. Everybody, hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> Writer, producer, <laughs> showrunner himself. Yeah. Yeah. Black Panther's Quest. Yeah. It's going good. So can we can we catch up a little bit on that? What's going um, on? Um well, what can I say? What's the latest? Anything the new writing you say? phase is over. Oh. We are in the animation looking at stuff phase. Mm-hmm. Um that's pretty much it. Can't tell you any details. <laughs> can't tell you who's in it. Can't tell you any story. Can't tell us who's in it. I can't tell you anything else. But I don't even know the release date. Like they probably know. You still don't know? Dude. 
what do I? I'm just a writer. They you don't tell me anything. Hey, so is a friend of mine. <laughs> she does the voice. If if I say something, can you confirm or you can't say anything? I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> the presence of any actor or performer on our show. If there's anything, can you blink? Can you? Uh... I mean, I told you, people think I'm exaggerating. Marvel does not play with their product. <laughs> sure they do. It is like working for the NSA. If they, like these little things I'm able to talk about are only because they <laughs> announce things. Okay, if they don't announce, I can't. I can't talk about it. Well, so. well you know, because it's like, um, oh, is it? Because a friend of mine like does the voice for like Miss Marvel on on on, on the Marvel stuff. You know, okay. the, the 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 the. Oh, was, young the young Kamala. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she was she was Miss Marvel in season four of Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, she's a great actress. Yeah, she's in Insecure. Yeah, little role in Insecure. She's really good. In fact, they're yeah. all really good. They're all so good mm-hmm. that the voice acting cast of this show and the previous season, because um, I was in on some of that, right. uh, their sense of camaraderie, their professionalism, their versatility—I can't say their names yet, <laughs> but. Remember, I quit acting in the year 2000, right. and it's almost like 20 years ago now. Mm-hmm. They made me want to act again. I was going to say. They made me want to Do you think you might again. do a voice or something? I, well, I'm not allowed Maybe not to, this season. I'm but. not allowed to do a voice on a show that I'm the, the head writer on. Why really? is that? I, I thought, don't know. Marvel thought, makes wait, wait, the wait, rules. I thought, and maybe it's just Marvel, but I thought, like, thinking about The Simpsons and, and, you and can, the, but all those other shows. Each, each company makes its own different rules. You need to say, uh, hey, man. Now, remember, I until basically. I have a career as an actor for a long career. No, 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 no. no. Until a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I did not have any, inter- I had no thought of this. Right. It was just, I've been watching these people work for now about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, we wrapped up their part of it. They're, I mean, they, we'll come back and do little, like, Fill in lines. Like like fixed lines and stuff like that, ADR stuff. Pardon me. But um, I've been watching them work. I've been watching them. um, Some of them are brand new to the game, completely brand new to the game. Like this is their first gig. And some of them have been doing it a million years. And it's what acting was when I started in the theater. If you work at a repertory (laughs) or something like that. I don't know what they're like with each other. Maybe some of them hate each other. I don't know. But it doesn't look like it. And I don't think people are that good in their real life hiding stuff like that. Right. Whereas when I was an actor, the, 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 what most people think of as an actor, mm-hmm. uh, film, TV, fil- film and TV, mm-hmm. where you're in front of the camera and all that, <laughs> I found it like <sighs> Hunger Games. Mm. And I didn't like it because right. I only have two speeds. I'm at zero or I'm punching you in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to be living like I'm. People, you're laughing, but right. it was like that. I got to the point where I was like, "You did what now?" And you did a head head tilt. That means a fight's about to happen. Mm. I was like, "I'm tilting my head a lot," wow. and it's just overacting. Right. Really? Time to go. Right. right? Really? Then, That's yeah. wild. It's it's. I mean, if you're but, wired for it, it's great. But, but here, if you're not, don't do it. But the thing, I, I, I like I, prison I, shit. Is, you know, you know what it's like. <laughs> I've heard of a lot of people that. Cartoon the the cartoon voice people are a lot less cutthroat. I've not witnessed them do. There's things actors can do in any production to make it look like they can fuck with the other actors, even in a sure. voice show. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not one time in a year and a half have I seen anything remotely, mm-hmm. even in the country, of that. Mm-hmm. They are helpful to one another. It's like watching a great repertory theater. Um, plus. 
the number of voices that some of these people can yank out. I know. And like, I know. I'm just like, wait, is there, did another person walk in the room? Because <laughs> I tend to turn my back on it sometimes. I, I would say about 80% of the time, once they start going, mm. I will turn my back. So I'm just hearing it. Oh, right, right, right. right. I don't need to watch them do it <laughs> unless I just want to watch them do it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, like, if there's an extra voice needed and there's not an extra actor, they'll be like, okay, well, in your contract, you can... We can get a couple more voices in an episode out of you. That's what you could sneak in if you need. <laughs> well, the kidding. thing is, one, I wouldn't have wanted to do it. This is my first time running anything. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have wanted to do it on this show in any case. Um, See, that's knowing your lane. But well, right. yeah, I know a bunch of actors who are actually good writers, and what they generally want to do because it's not a stupid thing now. It was when I started, but mm -hmm. it isn't a stupid thing now. They want to write shows for themselves to be in and also run. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's, Good luck that's adorable. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, unless you're going to be a recurring character every five episodes and have like maybe two scenes in that, that fifth episode, boy, no, you, you better shut up. Shit. You you're running not shit. running nothing. You better find somebody you trust to run yeah. it that you can make a call to. Um, uh, I have, and also I think, I think you have to respect that the well of your talent for the most part. I mean, we're not, we can't all be Prince. We can't all pick up a, any instrument, right. write in any style. And be a master. And be a master. <laughs> right. the, the reason that's news is it's unusual. It's right. very unusual. Now, there are a lot of hyphenates. Mm -hmm. I'm a writer. I'm a director. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a, now a producer. And a, I mean, I've been a producer for a couple of years, not including this. But, mm -hmm. And I was an actor. And I can draw and paint. And I can dance. And I can sing and all that stuff. But are you high? Not all at the same level. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with people? And certainly not at all the same time. Right. right? You can't. You just can't. There's too many balls in the air. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, I mean, there's very few people who, I mean, that's why a lot of times you look at these actors who turn around and do direct stuff, and you ver it's very rare that they really, um, that they, they, they elevate their, their directing craft to match what they're doing right. as actors. Like, I, you know, I mean, it's, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's tragic, the, the whole Mel Gibson story, but... He's a fucking genius. He's, I mean, he's a he's, yeah. I mean, he's a monster. I, I mean, the, the, in every way. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, but I mean, or Woody Allen. I mean, a couple. Well, yeah, but the thing about Woody Allen's work, and I love it for what it is. But his, you know, but but if you look at like that movie Men Without a Face, that that was the first thing that Mel Gibson did. Almost no one saw it. It's just it's a very oh, like yeah, I saw that. It's a very kind of like, directed. Yeah, he directed that. Yeah, that was his debut. His debut. Okay, yeah. mm. but he was like, I'm doing this so I can get it done because what I really want to do is Braveheart. Yeah, oh, and the Braveheart okay. is like the shit. I got to prove these people. Right, you, you, yeah. know, you know, it's, it's you know, need a proven concept. Exactly, it's a proven concept. That's yeah, right. and it's, it means <laughs> that's great. He makes a feature film as his proof of concept. If you can, I mean, if you got it like that, he was the biggest movie star back then. He was the movie star, right? Yeah, you know, so. Uh, but you know, I mean, is I, I, what, what's his name? I, you know, we were talking the other day, uh, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think people Love people Kenneth. fail to Is remember Henry that, that he Henry the Fifth that he broke, he wrote right. in it, and he did the adaptation, directed and starred. And I was like, fuck, man, at like twenty eight, yeah, that's mm. some crazy ass yeah. shit. That's another thing. You need to be young when you jump off with that crap because try that shit thirty eight, <laughs> <laughs> you might make it, you yeah. might die making it. Yeah. You know, right. um, so yeah, so. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to, oh, pardon me. Thank you. My glasses are falling off. <laughs> um, I wouldn't necessarily want to do that in a show I was right. doing, but it was inspiring. It's nice every once in a while to see the thing that made you want to do it. I get it. Like we have season tickets to the Amazon and the Pantages and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
when I saw Hamilton, I haven't felt it in years. And we Hamilton. saw Hamilton, I was like, because I come from musical theater. So I was like, man, I want to be Aaron Burr so bad. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I mean, I play King George if they ask me to. Right. That, I mean, come <laughs> on. I was like, oh, I could, I could, I could, I'd have I could, to go back to voice lessons. I mean, it would be all that. I think I could carry I like, King oh. George. I don't think I could do all the rest of those roles. I could carry, <laughs> ah, carry It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that was fun. Um, I, I'm really... I could, let me try and be like the people who got to see Black Panther the feature and they can't right. review it, right? right. But they can say. I was telling them I could I could have went and saw it the other night. What I couldn't. What? What yeah, happened that, was? What, see yeah. what happened was? <laughs> yeah, he had tickets didn't go. I, I, I can't tickets. hear that story. That makes me want to murder you. <laughs> I, I had know. tickets and it's did like, not go. What? What? So Chris knows. So when I got married, um, the 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 city councilman married Scott and I, okay. right? <clears throat> and the mayor came and all this. So we have kind oh, you of... got like... You got so juice. they were getting tickets yeah, for juice. like them. And so they reached out to Scott yesterday, or I'm sorry, a week ago. Or the day on before. On Saturday or Sunday, whatever right. it was. <clears throat> going, hey, we have these. I know and feel and Hillary want to go. And I was like, shit. Well, Monday night, I was telling them, um, I'm the co-chair of the LGBT committee at the so Writers Guild. Okay. So we had an event. I had to go. All right. I'm not going to kill you. It wouldn't have looked good if I didn't go. But you know what, though? You know, when I saw what it was, I'm almost glad I didn't go Mm because it was such a festival and everybody needed it. Everybody loved that stuff. But for me, I get hyped out. Like, I get to a point where, like, I have a hard time going to conventions sometimes because I'm like, okay, I've been here an hour. I'm going to start punching people unless I get to the door. (laughs) You know, I just don't like that many people that excited, crushed around me like that. It Mm. starts making me Mm. tense. Mm. So, and I appreciate the party. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It looked amazing, and everyone seemed like they had mm-hmm. such a ball. And everyone came out lit up, was, like well, yeah, they well, were serving well, them. Well, well, you know, because the, I, I, think the, I think that Franklin Litter was saying um, he was he was he's more upset now having to wait to see the movie a second time after seeing it the first time than huh. having to wait from when he saw the trailer to seeing the movie. That's funny. Yeah. I want to see it again. That's interesting. You know, because he was like, because now he can't. You right. can't. You had to wait, wait two weeks. You had to wait two weeks. And you can't um, just run right back in. You got to buy your tickets, tickets you because know, they're yeah. trying to sell those seats. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to me that they, they premiered you it. Did your tickets? Oh, hell yeah. First night. <laughs> I mean, me and a Kayla Cooper and a stack of people. <laughs> oh, Kayla going? Okay. Oh, Kayla. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's so... um um. She's on it. She she's. I've been trying to have her on the show. She's I'll ask so, her. Yeah, well, she got much. her own show. Okay. She's a little bit hectic. Um, it's just a, it's an early premiere though. I I you know it's like two weeks two right, weeks before. Right. I mean it's I mean is it launching internationally before? I think it's just smart marketing. I mean, what the Marvel Marvel slash Disney and never underestimate the power of Disney marketing. They mm-hmm. know what they're doing. Right. Um, I think based on the scuttlebutt I've heard, this is nothing official. No exec told me this, but based on the <laughs> yeah, I have, to, I have to make sure <laughs> that this is not coming through any backstage channels. It's just the sort of common knowledge in Hollywood. I think this response to the Black Panther's appearance in Civil War was disproportionate and way larger than what everyone in marketing had expected. I think they thought, oh, black people perk up their ears right. and, you know, um, they'll oh, be they all bought right? some tickets. And some, peop- and some people, <laughs> you know, and some people will be like, oh, cool, black superhero, another right. black superhero, great. But they weren't ready for the wild out that's about to happen. Right. And they started looking at the numbers. Obviously, um, since then, Luke Cage broke Netflix. Right. 
Um, uh, I know it's supposedly the enemy. We supposed to break the movie theater, didn't we? <laughs> right. And Black Black Lightning, by the way, is not only the blackety blackest show on television. <laughs> it's the, I'm amazed it's on the CW. Right. Um, I'm amazed that those executives like approved even one scene of that show. I'm like, what is going on at the CW? Right? <laughs> like it got invaded by Snoop Dogg or somebody. Right. But, but whatever. Right? <laughs> what they're what I've been saying for decades now, literally decades since I was an actor, I was like, look. Stop yelling at these companies to retroactively make the superhero of your choice or the hero James Bond. It could be anybody black. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's saying a friend of mine has this saying. I'm still waiting for yesterday to get better because <laughs> it's hysterical, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, your childhood is your childhood. You're never going to be 12 and discover your black Superman again unless you're 12 right now right. and you go see the Black Panther. Then you've got that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but. If black America, if Asian America, if Latin America, if gay America just pointed themselves at something, it doesn't even matter if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Just go, we're going to make that thing the biggest thing this year. That thing, I don't know, didn't care if you right. guys understand yeah, it. Yeah, it's the biggest. Well, see, right. see, cause see I, I think what people don't catch in Hollywood is that um, what they do know is, is, that, is that the black audience is disproportionately high in the audience percentage compared to its population thing. Mm -hmm. And then, so you say to yourself, I think they said something like, you know, like 49% of moviegoers are black. Or some, you know, or, wow. or, or, or so we watching or, or, it's high. almost more than them. It's, huh? it's high. It's, it's it, or or it might just be people of color. Is like yeah, it's, I think it's, it's that it's, because it's, I think Latinos go even yeah. More than so we do. so it's it's forty nine percent, but black people and Latino people don't make up that much people of the population, which is letting you know that there's a huge chunk of white people who just don't go to the movies. Okay, for, you know for whatever reason. So. <laughs> No, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. So, so, so the problem that the the, dis, the disconnect is right. Serve that audience that goes right. right. That's correct. And then they're gonna go. But the and they're gonna is, multiple. And, and and you know what? And they'll go multiple times. But the people backstage, and I'm not calling you all racist, although some of you are fucking racist. <laughs> Um, and sexist and all the other ists right. that make you assholes. Something with is in it. Right? That's what, the, where do you think Me Too came from? What, uh, it's fabricated? You're, a lot of you are freaking assholes. But they don't, they're not comfortable. They don't know. They don't know what to market. They don't know. They go by, oh, there's a huge blip, right? What's her name? Um, SZA? Right, the, oh, right. The, 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 the young lady singer who everybody saying got snubbed at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. SZA. But, mm-hmm. One, it's the Grammys. Nobody gets snubbed. Nobody deserves anything. It's just right. popularity. So don't be mad. Just right. keep selling your albums. But they did the same thing years ago with Beyonce. Exactly. Right, same, right. With the out, same with the movies. <clears throat> mm-hmm. None of that stuff is real. It's not like a foot race at the Olympics. Right. It's all, who's most popular in our high school this year? So relax. That's Everybody a good analogy, the Olympics. Right. Who's right. like, yeah. who, running fastest? Kid, before you keep your thought, Pamela always tells me this. Do you want to sell a script or do you want a career? I'm like, I want a fucking career. That's so right. it's right. So go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> so these people backstage don't know us. They don't know the breadth. Mm-hmm. They don't know the depth. They don't know the height. And they have no way of tapping it unless we do something en masse. Right. So Lemonade comes out. Mm-hmm. Everybody loses their mind. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden Hollywood has managed to discover black women. I'm not saying it's directly <laughs> connected to that. It is, it but is, part right? of the trend right? of discovering black women who've been standing around the whole damn time <laughs> is... Everybody's looking at this thing, right. right? Shonda shows up, 
does her little thing with Grey's Anatomy, which mm-hmm. was a thing. But after Grey's Anatomy, who's leading Shonda's shows? Hmm. Okay. And those shows do well. So someone's like looking at numbers. Mm-hmm. They're just looking at numbers. Even the racists, even the sexists, <laughs> all those people are looking at numbers because they all want careers right. and they all want to make more money than their. But that's, that's all. But they're looking at numbers, and, and that's why the, that's why the racists are mad because they're like, "Damn it! Yep. Now they're taking our money, right. and unless we cater to them, we, now we uh, have to. We have to because right. they have the money. But everyone who wants to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Tells them to sit down, Charlie. <laughs> just drink your coffee. I know it's upsetting. I like to that you, money, Veg. But, but here's a good mm-hmm. example: Star Wars. The most recent set of Star Wars movies have been incredibly, crazily inclusive mm-hmm. from the point of view of uh, of certain Star Wars fans. Um, they're like, "Where are all these chicks come from? How come everybody's brown and golden and red? <laughs> what the hell? Right? Wasn't there an, Lando? We have Lando. That's good <laughs> enough for y'all." Right, you, we gave you Lando in 1978. Get over yourself. Put the finger away. Right, Put, right. But then they, they set up these boycotts. We're going to boycott the hell. We're going to show Paramount, or we're going to show whoever owns whatever property. Mm-hmm. This will not stand. And you know what? Box office records. So boycott away. You're right. done. It's over. Right. You can't That's control. You, you can't control the boycott. What the success of anything anymore? I mean, it's meaningless. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's I mean, I mean, the, the haters can't. Not right. enough of them. Right. You know, they're not enough of them. And anyone who's in the business of selling entertainment product starts to go, well, wait a minute. Even if I off duty agree with these guys, I'm on duty right now, and my job is to make my company more money. Right. And great. So there's a kind of a scramble going on, I think, to figure that out. All this consolidation is also part of um, what's like, well, let's get that money. Right, but the bigger the company that buys you, the more. If you look at regular TV ads for margarine or uh, insurance or or a car or whatever, what you're seeing a lot more of is interracial couples. Yeah. Okay. And you're not just seeing them black white, which used to be like, okay, we're going to do an interracial couple, y'all. Let's uh, let's get a black man in there. Don't make him too hard. Um, get a white woman in there. She can't be too hot though, because we're going to want to make the um, want to make the white guys think he's taking our Marilyn Monroe away from right. us. Um, but now it's just like random. It's Asian and Latin. It's Latin and black. It's South so Asian. And, you know, I stopped the TV now. Going what the right? Wow. But, but see, this, it, it, those guys aren't suddenly no. not Republicans. Right. They're like suddenly not inviting. You know, they don't want their son and daughter to marry that person necessarily. But they're trying to sell that product to right. people who have money. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there was some. You know, where there's a movie, TV show we were working on, and we were part of the research we were doing was. You know, like the fastest growing cohort is interracial children, and right. that's I and mo- they're the most adopted yeah. too. And, I mean, it's and, ridiculous. And that's, I wonder why that is and happening. That's, and it's only, that's, that's only happening because the parents are getting together, right? You know, and but but see, but, see when but, a mommy and daddy <laughs> of different ethnicities don't care about that crap, they make beautiful children. Uh, see, it, but see, there's the point I want to go back to. You were saying about. The smart marketing with Marvel and this movie, and it's two weeks out before mm-hmm. it's more than two weeks out than the than the premiere than the movie releasing. I mean, you're definitely right. The thing about Civil War is that they really bump the the energy in the movie in a way that that the, that was missing from the rest of the films. 
And I'm not saying that the other films are bad or anything like that, but I kind of feel like you go with the same characters, and this is now maybe tenth movie on where we've seen these people. Yeah, in some level that that you inject somebody new. Yeah, that's, I mean that's also part can, of this, you yes. know, this group that's not you know that's going to the movies anyway. I mean, like I like like black people were always buying comic books when I was a kid. Right. Always talking about it, I blah, 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 mm-hmm. talking. I mean, I mean, like, 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 what's his name? Rizza had that Tony Stark right. fucking thing, like, way before the movie came out, anything like that. The whole Wu Tang Clan is as much it's, comic it's, books it's, as, it's it is, uh, right. as it is, uh, uh, what are those movies? Shaw Brothers movies. Right? Yeah. Right? It's yeah. just and Kung Fu movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shaw Brothers. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, I kind of feel like that's, it's interesting because. Those people, I think this is what people aren't getting, is that the, the Wu-Tang Clan, you know, like the, they're buying the comics without having to have the black character be the lead. But when they saw the black lead, Kabam. they were right. like, wow, that's right. what we, we also, want that. the thing that, and I'm not shouting out, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blowing up any creators here, so let's, let's be very careful. Okay. I'm not saying these things are bad movies, okay? But when superheroes were presented in motion pictures, Prior to this era, black ones, comedy. Yeah, Never right. serious. Yeah. Or let's give Shaq a job. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a giant movie, st- he's Shazam, a giant sports damn. star. <laughs> let's put him in steel. Right. That's both racist and cynical because the only reason we're doing this is because we can leverage his. his, his, his basketball stardom right. for this movie we would not otherwise have even thought about <laughs> making. <laughs> well, I mean, because to me, like, you know, what's his name? Uh, John Henry Irons in yeah. Steel. That actually could have been like a like a very fascinating franchise. Terry Crews. If they put someone in, right. it was good. If you would like to yes. play Steel, find me, <laughs> and we will approach DC uh, Entertainment together about that. Uh, they have missed the boat on that. Um, yeah, they got us sitting around. It's and just sitting you know, there, and, and, and it mean, ain't Shaq. And, 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 and here's the thing. That's Nothing a character, that's a character that, that, can, that can be as interesting cinematically with its technology as Cyborg, but not be completely, you know, just non-human, you know? Cause we, we can go off on Cyborg. I wrote a thing <laughs> about Cyborg on my old blog like eight, ten years ago now, mm. but... Um, on the, and the whole depenising of cyborg. That, yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> yeah. laughing. You're laughing. But that's a legitimately what did happen to okay. that character yeah. who was not introduced to be that. Mm. The two white guys who invented cyborg invented him to be a combination of Ben Grimm, right. the thing from the Fantastic right. Four, and Reed Richards, yeah. the oh. brains okay. from the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Right. Over the time since he was introduced, he's been systematically desmartinized. Right, I make up words, y'all. Get ready. Um, they made him less in charge of his own technology, where now it's all sort of a gift from an alien, blah, 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 blah. And they've removed more and more of his, his body, body to the point where he's basically a head and some upper body stuff, and the rest of him's robot. Right. Guess what parts are below the waist? <laughs> the ultimate okay. weapon. Okay. That's the fear, most feared weapon in white the America. Machine gun, the right? ultimate weapon. I guarantee you that nobody consciously went, hey, let's get this guy's penis out of here. But on the other side That's of that, happened. it's an odd thing to have happened over a period of time. Like 20, 30 years. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, so yeah. when they, it doesn't matter. That's a whole other show. But um, the point is this. <laughs> Sorry, but that just got me thinking about that, that shape of water. And oh, she was yeah. like, and you guys were I able just to. Saw that. She's like, that was yeah. that that movie. <laughs> I was on the floor about that. But movie. this is the that point. Was... Even that movie, uh, he's making, a, he's proving something that, um, for my time coming up, I was trying to explain this to my wife the other day. I'm both very happy and terribly jealous mm-hmm. of all these younger people doing these things. Although, 
Guillermo's actually older than me. Right. But overall, because when I was coming up, it was me um, way over there in the distance on a mountaintop with Stephen Barnes, sort right. of, right? <clears throat> and God forbid his wife, who's Tananarive, ten- right. do, who's equal or better to him as a writer. Yeah. God forbid a black woman's trying to do that stuff in Hollywood <laughs> at that time, right? If it's hard for us, imagine what hard it would have been them. like yeah. for them, right? So there wasn't, nobody was trying to hear that. Nobody was trying to hear that. And now I'm looking at good and bad versions. I'm not going to call anybody out, right? But, um, uh, uh, <laughs> um, there's a wide expanse of people. I heard that little slob, uh, little like he did in there. So, oh, wait, okay, it's, 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 it's that you brought up Shape and Water because I mean, I mean, like I've said before, it's a movie that I I, I, I had made. I had some issues with it, but I was talking with somebody the other day, and and it was a, it's something that he pointed out that rubbed me the wrong way when I mm-hmm. saw it, yeah. but I didn't articulate it because because there was more problems. The whole scene of Michael Shannon bursts in on the husband, on, on the, the, the black husband. husband, dude. That's that's what took me out the movie. That's when Completely. I started shaking I was my head done. because this this is the thing unnecessary. It, right. Okay, it's unnecessary, but here's the thing. Sit down, my man went. Yeah, like, see, I, my but, man was bigger than him. Yeah. I'm like, but see, nah. it's not even that. I mean, that, but it's like, it's it's, it's it like, it's, it's like, look, at that time in the '50s, black men were getting, you know, the foot on their neck right. in public in a nigga yeah, house. But, but you come, house, but you go my like, crib, dude. I can kill you. Yeah. Ass will I can kill you. Oh, no. I, no, no, and not just that, he snitches. He gets punked and snitches. Right, I'm listen, like, really? Listen, and he's blue I had this, I had this discussion. No, no, I had this discussion no. with, my, with my with my manager, and we were talking about this horror movie that I wrote that has this crazy monster, and we were talking about that, and she was trying to compare it, and I was like. I said, I'm sorry, but you can't even compare that movie to this because I had a big issue with this, and she loved it. And I was like, I was explaining to her about this scene, and One I was scene like, can kill I was like, it that was showed clunk. me. It was a clunk. It was like la la la. I said la, la, that la, showed clunk. me. I said that scene showed me that somebody black did not write that. Mm. We would have never let that work. It's not even. It's, you know, never it's, it's, let it's, that work. But, but see, to me, it's, it's not even that. it's black. This, I'm just, like he has gone on record that he wanted to make this role. Specifically for her, like he wrote that for her to get her. But I'm saying to myself, "You're Mexican. How do you deal with this thing where you let? I mean, like if that was a Mexican character, right. you wouldn't let that happen to no. that character. You should watch. I can't believe I'm saying this. You should watch the Strain and the TV show. Yeah, the, the Strain, okay. the vampire. Right. right. I, I tried. I well, it's, it's uneven in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, nothing against the writers. You never know how a thing gets made. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that bugged me, because I was trying to like it really hard, and it's the same kind of thing with this. Yeah, because the guy who's the mermaid is actually in the string. He's one of the main vampires. Oh, well, Doug Jones. He's right. He's, he's badass. Really, he I, follows me on Twitter. Him and Andy Serkis mm-hmm. just need to do a show where they just talk about their careers. Right, right, <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. But um, it's the same kind of vibe. Everything's great. Women are treated well. Other minorities are treated well. Black women are treated well. But the black men in right. the strain, just watch it yourself. Interesting. You make your own conclusion. I was like, don't put me in if you're going to do like this. Or if you're going to put me in and have a guy like this, you got to have like 10 guys that aren't like this right. because most of us aren't like this. Right. Um, but Never going to snitch on, to, the, to the man. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. No. That's like the, I mean, it's, no, it's the number one sin. Right. I, I, I didn't you know? go that far. That was, what you said first was right. He didn't have this a gun guy, to his he head or nothing. In his head. He, did, he wasn't a cop. He was just some dude who his wife sort of worked right. for. 
And she just made a comment, and you coward or whatever. You come up in my crib? The, you come up in my crib? And all the way through the movie, he had been described as an animal. Right. He, did, he didn't do anything right. He was lazy. Right. It was all of these things described by his wife. That falls into a paradigm in this culture where, although black women have been treated incredibly poorly by this culture, in one particular area, they're used as a wedge, where in fiction and I think in social politics, they're... They, Racist white America tried to line them up against us. Yes, yes. Um, let's all agree that these guys are animals. Let's all agree these guys are hyperviolent, not particularly bright. Well, let's work together to keep them in check, right. and maybe we'll do a little for you, right? And you notice that, like, all the way through our cinema, that trope has been pounded and pounded and pounded. Mm-hmm. So on one level, you can't really fault a person who's not from here, who's enculturated by our features and TV mm-hmm. shows, mm-hmm. to go, oh, that's just a trope. By the time he's an adult making these movies, it's just cemented. Right. But he needs somebody next to him to be like, you got the gay thing right. You got the woman thing right. Mm. You got the general oppression of the 50s right. You got all of this stuff right. What's up with this clunk? Where's your friend to tell you that this is a clunk? Not even that. But see, he, I even had an issue with the fact that he made the gay dude be this totally... Oh, too, too, you, you feel me? Yeah, too, so, too, too, too fat. You can't win. Yeah. But see, but, but, but my thing is, you got the black actress there who's an Oscar winner. Right. Who's got what you don't she have. She got no juice. You know that. Yeah. You know I mean, how sets right. work. Yeah. She's right. not. She's not. That wasn't her movie. No. She was there. I would be like, you know, I'm not doing this movie if, if this sees this Look, way. The, I, I go back and forth on this a lot because... Look, I have, I have arguments with people in my head all the time because at some point I'm going to make something and people are going to ask me why you didn't do X or right, why did you include right. it. We all will, hopefully. And my response is generally, if you don't like my shit, don't buy it. <laughs> okay, this is the Jeff show. Right. Uh, you can go check the other Jeff shows to see what Jeff might do. If that's not appealing to you, you probably don't want to check out Jeff show number eight because right. it's the Jeff show. Okay. <laughs> and every creator should have that space to be able to say, you know what, back the fuck up. If you don't like it, don't participate. No. Oh, exactly. On the exactly. Side. And we live in this soup of everything's viewed through this weird political lens. Right. So I'm like, look, if I, I've said this to you before. If mm-hmm. I'm making a show set in Amish country in the 1500 or uh, 1785 in the mm-hmm. United States, there aren't going to be black people in it. No. And the women are going to be treated a particular way. Okay? I don't know. You could ask me why I chose to tell that story, mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get out of telling you that story. But you can't fault me for not having a gay Latin dancer in it because there weren't any in that. Okay? Go away now and go argue with your friends. But on the other side of that, when you get into these increasingly abstract, I call, you know, uh, speculative, like Del Toro creates his own world every time. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek is its own world. Yeah. Okay? No gay people in Star Trek? Until now, literally, right. until right now. What the fuck? But what's okay. crazy is, I mean, with what's his name, you know, like Wilson. George Takai, I mean, in the original show, there was a gay well, guy. That's the theater, so, right? You know, you start in the theater early enough, all your questions about homosexuality, you're going to make all your decisions <laughs> right. on date on week one. Right. Because there's no way around right. making yeah, that yeah. decision. If you don't like gay people, you ain't doing You, you ain't doing it in the theater. <laughs> oh, doing, I can't take none. this. No. I can only take one at a time. Oh, honey. You better go. You better go. go. You better go. You better go out the doors right there. Right. right. Okay. So when I look at the stuff that I plan to make, that I'm going to make, I'm now, we now live in a uh, culture where this happened with the lady who made Boys Don't Cry. Right. Okay. This was a groundbreaking film. She muscled whatever Hollywood juice she could to get that movie made. Mm -hmm. And uh, the actress 
whose name escapes me right now. Oh, um, uh, uh, who played played the lead? She, she, she doesn't matter. Gone baby, not gone. Million dollar baby, right? Yeah, I can name all of her films. Swank, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Yeah. Okay. That was a ballsy ass move mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. for an actress on the come up. To do that to role, do that particular role, yeah. which was in no way sexy, in no way Wait, like I'm trying to be the new so whatever. So. No, no, it no. was the opposite of that. So fast forward to the present day, and that same film director goes to a college to talk about how to make films, yeah. and everyone is diving on her. How come you didn't cast an actual transgender person? You're just passing, <laughs> and all this other. <laughs> I'm like, are you motherfuckers high? Do you not know anything about what this, how the continuity of all these struggles is? Each thing's an incremental move. Isn't she a lesbian too? Yeah. And everything's an incremental move, right? Right. So if you're going to go back and say, okay, well then, I guess Richard Pryor should have strangled Gene Wilder to death for the blackface scene in The Silver Streak. Right. Because that was racist, man. Uh, That shit was funny. But, but... But you're not looking at the, you're only right. looking at through the lens of the now. You're only looking through it. Well, see, right okay, through your squad okay, right now. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. Two things I said. That's the one thing I I was going to write some on this, but I just I didn't just I didn't know how to articulate it well. But you, I've noticed that what I've not liked about film criticism or just TV criticism in the last, particularly the last five years is it's only viewed through gender, race, race class. class. That's true, and it's kind of like. That's not the best way to look at every piece of work, and that not is, everything is political. It, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, not but, everything but, is political. Not everything, not, now, now look, now, now art on a certain level is is always inherently political because you're making a statement about something. Mm, but wait a minute, but the audience can interpret in political it, terms, right? That's their right. They right. can interpret whatever the hell way they want, but. I sometimes just write superhero stories because I like superheroes. I'm not writing a right. fascistic treatise on how this vigilante is going right. out and forcing his physical no will. There, right? It's not about that. Yeah. It's like cat in a tree. I can stretch my arm and pull the tree down, <laughs> pull the cat down and hand it to the lady. Right? Exactly. Someone can, I guarantee you someone can write their doctoral fucking thesis on how it's an example of the patriarchy keeping women down no, and ageism. You know? Exactly right. I mean, I kind of feel like, the, and, and I feel like that's been the tone that has come up so much and it's, it's overwhelmed everything about film and TV criticism as you read it. I do it through the lens all the time and I'm kind of like, I don't, Want to interpret the movie that way or the TV show that way? I mean, uh, the certain things that that, that are glaring mm-hmm. that just kind of makes me go, "You had a better opportunity to make choices and you failed, and it doesn't make any sense." Like again, talk about altered carbon. You know, I only watched episode one and a half. I People watched the first episode. Smack about it. Well, this is the thing. But I've, I've watched the first episode. I've, I've watched for fifteen minutes. Okay, and the, and because I tr- pitched on that like ten years ago as a movie, and I was <laughs> like, oh, I know this story. Wait, there so was much. a movie of this. The book was sitting over at Joel Silver's place, and my brother and I went in to pitch them. This is even maybe 15 years ago now, and it was I mean, the Matrix had been out, and I was like, "So you guys have money? You can do cool shit." And I, m- I remember the execs were like, "It's too much money to do that book as a movie. It's just too." I was like, "Okay, okay." I was like, "Okay," but I really, but I read a book and loved it, and all this about Merge Nine, all kind of, the stacks, all kinds of stuff. But I'm watching the damn show, and I'm kind of like. And nobody black in this. There's like one black person in there, and he's and, and he's and he's there yeah. in the background as like as as a as a nurse. And I'm like, no, mm. no, 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 no. You're in the future. Right. You're in the future. The future is brown, golden, and red. Get over it. I would have Get loved to have seen the guy. I mean, right. look, as much as I like the guy named um, James Perfoy, you mm-hmm. know. 
if that actor was if, if that person was black or even well, Asian, about I would have been like that's that what would have been cool. Or stack in storage, yeah. or whatever, um, is Asian, but he comes back as a white dude. People lost their minds just about that. On one level, I agree, especially for Asian Americans, which I've written extensively on uh, in various mm-hmm. places. Uh, while we've been fighting to be treated decently, they've been fighting just to be seen as be seen people out, yeah. in the world. Right. Um, and now, finally, there's enough people going, look, fuck that. We're not having that anymore. Right. And we're still getting whitewashing in that kind of sense. But this is not new. The, fu- fi- the future has been pictured without us, and it basically for all of the time of Hollywood. It is those rare films that you can lift out where the future looks like the way it's looking, right. like it's going to look. Right? right. Basically, picture Jennifer Lopez. Picture a boy version of Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. 150 years from now, that's what people in the United States are going to look like. Okay, there'll be little minor differences, <laughs> right. maybe a little paler, maybe the hair is a little kinkier, right. but overall it's going to be sort of a caramel world. Okay? <laughs> um, get used to that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, but people picturing these things, they don't, they don't imagine it fully. They only imagine it in terms of themselves. They're projecting themselves. They're only projecting themselves. And from our side, all minority subcultures, they always try to make parody. It's like someone was put, putting up this picture of the White Panther. It's like, oh, you black people always yelling about blah, blah, blah. And, and a really good artist, by the way, someone started circulating this picture of Black Panther pulling his mask off and, and he's a literally an Aryan, an Aryan guy. Yeah. And they're like, well, if you can have a black Heimdall, Right, you're you're race bending our stuff, yeah. right? We can race bend you right back because they're treating creating artificial parity between the two things. Right. Any black creator who's trying to work in Hollywood, any black creator who's trying to work in Hollywood automatically has to know how to write white people. All that you don't even think about it. It's not even a conscious thought right. process because the vast majority of the stuff you're going to have to write is that just is. But even that, me saying it like that, it implies there's a thought process. It isn't. It's just natural survival in an environment where you are the minority. By the time you're an adult, these things are not thoughts. I was just talking about this the other day. Keep your thought. Okay. That, you know, I come from doing hair, right? So when I was an actor and I wasn't working, I was doing hair. I didn't know that. That's a fascinating I can cut anybody's hair. Okay. Now, but Uh, when I was in these salons and the black person would walk in, they'd look at me and be like. you're supposed to know. We don't know what to do. And I'm like, it's hair. What are you, what are you <laughs> talking about? And, and so where I'm going with that is we have to know how to do theirs. They don't have to well, know how to no do reason. ours. There's and no in reason. school, and even when I was training to become a precision hairstylist at Sassoon, guess what they did? Mm. They gave us an afro. What? It, they still stuck in 1970. Excuse me. They gave you an afro to, an afro to uh, work They on? give you an afro to cut. And the style. Have you met any That's black the women cut in your they life? You. Jesus Christ. Nobody now, no well, well, now you might see that more often, right. but not in the last. Sure. This now, is 20, 20, 20 something years there's, ago. There's, you know? So there's, there's no. a disconnect of parity. There's an idea that everything's the same. One to one racism is, is racism. White person can be just as racist as a black people. I'm sorry, folks. You're going to not like me when I say this. I'm going to be saying it, so get used to it. One on one racism plus power equals violence of some sort. Right. Black people can be just that way in a one-to-one basis. Culturally, we don't have that fist. In terms of the sheer numbers of us, we just don't. And you see the result. I'm glad you said that, because people always go, well, black people can't be racist. Bullshit. We don't have the power. You, you just you just said it, though. There's many <clears throat> levels. Right. There's institutional. There's right. personal. There's all the different kinds. Why are we all segregated at church? Right. Nobody's forcing you to do that. Don't you all believe in the same J- Jesus Christ? 
So why is your only why is there a black church? Why is there a Korean church? Why is there any kind of that kind of church? Doesn't Christianity itself mean that those things go away in the face of God looking at you? We're Mm -hmm. talking on Sunday. By the way, I don't believe in any of this stuff. It's magic (laughs) to me. But you claim you believe these things. Why do you self segregate? Now there are many cultural reasons for that that make perfect sense. Okay, but when you're talking about one to one racism, yeah, you can have a, a black guy hurt a white guy over race and not be justified. You, right. you don't just acquit him because he beat up a white guy. <laughs> what the hell is that? I think It's not a hate crime or something. <laughs> the problem becomes when two, two problems. One, if you're the only voice in the room of minorityism, right, don't look at me when you're talking about the specifics of gay subculture because I don't know shit about that. Mm-hmm. So if you hired me to be like the ambassador for all minorities, <laughs> you made a mistake. You should right. have at least one gay person present right. to at least give one perspective on a very large subculture. Like mm-hmm. even that perspective isn't going to be accurate because it's right. only going to be very limited. Right. One person. Right. I mean, I'm a gay dude. I don't live in a leather world, so I don't know the first <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? There's so many subcultures. But there's no right. evolutionary, I hate to say it this way, there's no evolutionary reason for white people to give a shit. There is right. there's no right. reason. You can com- survive completely well, be hyper successful, yeah. totally ignoring all of this shit. Right. It's a luxury item. It is the luxury of distance from the problem. And mm-hmm. some people just, not something I think about, man. They don't have to be racist. They just, it's not part of their thing. Whereas we have to. So there's a disconnect there. And there's a sense of surprise, like with the success of the Black Panther, which we started off on. Just the appearance of it. It's not like black people have been waiting, waiting, waiting. It's like, oh, I feel myself exhaling a little bit. Wonder, oh, it's that dude in the movie <laughs> and that bald woman who just faced uh, the Scarlet, uh, the the Black Widow, who I love. Right. But just as the Black Panther said, that fight might actually be interesting, see, and yeah, I watched the Black Widow been, work some because fun. yeah, so <laughs> right? this might be. Let me see that fight. Right. Yeah. So. <sighs> I don't want to spend, personally as a creator, I'm not spending the rest of my life being the defender of black people in every freaking room I go into. Right, I agree. Every boardroom, every writer's room. That is not my role. My role is to get as much of my shit made as I can get made. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is black focused. But a lot of it ain't. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's just people well, focused. See, well, you know, I mean, yeah, so, because, I, it, you know, it's like I was, it was curious. I was saying to myself, you know, when I was watching Altered Carbon and I cut it off to watch uh, Bebo, uh, the the Babylon Berlin, you know, mm-hmm. is that any good? Oh, it's fucking awesome. Okay, and 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 I said it was so weird. It's like I'm I'm, I'm watching a, a high future show, and then I'm going to jump to this show of the past, uh-huh. and I'm and the thing is, I'm watching Babylon Berlin, and, I, and I'm not mad that there's no one black in the, mo- in, the in the show. I mean, it's set in Berlin in the 29. I mean, there's there's, there's probably like eight black there's people probably there. Some, there's probably really? black people. I mean, and it's it's about a vice cop, so yeah. so you know it's going to get really dirty. In terms of what the subject matter, and in Germany. yeah, in Germany, yeah, <laughs> you know, and I think I mean, y'all don't play Germany. I don't know what's up with you all. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all do not play. So, so, so it's it's possible there could be some black characters later on. Not, sure, not but you know, I don't need to see people working on the police force stuff like that because that's not that that's world. That's not where it was, you know. But when you do want to alter carbon, it's just kind of like you know the cops who arrested the dude. There's so many, there's so many opportunities you could have chose and just didn't, right. and and that to me felt. Well, let's go in then. Let's talk about Bright. Okay. Okay. Because I mentioned um, beautiful to look at. Um, Some of the themes are okay. But it's attempting to talk about racial strife. Yeah. And it's using a proxy ethnicity, fake ethnicity, to sort of catch all all this stuff. 
it's it. They didn't do even the first week of thought on the thing they were trying to hmm. tackle. Hmm. It would have been a better movie if they'd left all of that out and just said, "Magic is real." At some point, right. this gate opened up, and these orcs and elves and people are just part of society. Right. There's no the splits are just class splits, the normal class splits. We have the normal racism, we have the normal whatever. But there's no racism against these guys. Mm. None of that happened. Mm. Just make a movie about them trying to find these magic wands, mm. and that would have been fine because mm. that's what you ultimately got. Because all the race stuff, I have to actively ignore Agreed. if I'm going to try to enjoy your stupid-ass movie. <laughs> okay? Just agree it's a stupid-ass movie and make the fun right. stupid-ass movie instead of the, we trying to be deep up in here. Right. You didn't make it. You didn't even make it into the shallows of the ocean you're trying to <laughs> swim across. You should not have attempted it. But they don't know they shouldn't have attempted it because there's nobody there to tell them. Right. They're looking at it only from the outside. They don't have a survivor... There's no survival instinct need mm. for them to. You can see it's, 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 it's a weird movie. And I love that writer and director. And I, I, was, eh. I, I, I can see the thing about that movie is it's like if you want to tell a story about the racism, you know, couched in the fact that he's an orc, then why isn't he the story? Exactly. Okay. Also, why are you putting? And this has happened twice with Will Smith so far. They did it to him in iRobot, right. and I guess he's not catching this. And they did it to him in this. They put the racism into the mouth of the black guy. Against the, yeah, whatever the new true. thing is. Why? To make the subtle implication that if you guys are on top, you'd have been doing this to us. Unfortunately, for people who believe that, we have history to actually look at. Yeah. And the fact is, we don't do that when we're on top. Look Nor at South Africa. That's not even history. That's right. just that's, this that's is going the on. The current analog day. that right. you've got is South Africa, which for the entire time that it was racist segregation <laughs> in South Africa, the whole rest of the world was like, oh, Christ, when this thing pops, it's gonna there's going to be like, bath. people are going to be knee deep in, in blood, blood for that whole country. And you know what happened? None of that. Right. We had truth and reconciliation. Yes, we agree that you, some of you were monsters, but we also agree that monsters are created. Most monsters are not born. Right. Maybe it cost you something to be that monster for all those years. Not as much as it cost my family, mm -hmm. who are mostly dead now, but... Let's put that on the table and mm. let's all agree we're going to move forward together. That's what happened when it turned over. Okay? So you don't get that caveat. I sound a little hot about this, but I've seen <laughs> this in the movies over and over again. And <clears throat> comics too, by the way. I'm calling all you motherfuckers out too. Okay? You keep putting that shit in our mouths because you're guilty. You feel guilty about it and you want to spread that guilt. But it's not real. Mm. You have examples, too many examples around the world where the paradigm shifted and the formerly under the boot did not immediately come at you with knives <laughs> yeah. or ever come at you with knives. So you need to stop that shit because it's bullshit. It's propaganda. <laughs> okay. And as a result, I could not enjoy Bright because it was more of that shit. Right. Now, I'm not saying the people who made it feel these deep, horrible things. They probably don't. Probably think of themselves as liberals. They probably thought they were doing something great. Uh, but guarantee you that. They have an outsider's perspective that is never challenged. Whereas our outsider's perspective has to always meet a challenge. Mm -hmm. We have to be able to survive, right? They don't they have that luxury. So my feeling is either do the research or don't make this kind of movie, <laughs> right? I'm not making any movies about Oh, Paris is Burning is a good example. Right. I freaking love that movie. Mm -hmm. That whole, the little houses mm -hmm. and Willie Ninja. The I love this movie. But that's a sub, that's a sub, sub, sub culture sub. that I know jack shit about. Right. I'm not making a movie set in that environment unless I have a personal deep ass contact with that environment. And then I'm willing to answer certain questions about mm -hmm. both myself as a filmmaker mm -hmm. and about that world. 
And if not, I'm not making that movie. I'm not writing that show. Have the respect for your art to do that. That's just basic writer shit. Mm. It's not even politics, right? So the soup we live in now, about two-thirds of the stuff I write has female leads. Okay, I'm a dude. Mm. I'm a dude of a certain age. I'm a black dude. I'm a straight black dude. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a huge contingent out there that's like, what the hell are you writing all these women for? <laughs> What's up with you? You know, or uh, on the other side of that, waiting for me to make a mistake, mm. right? He didn't hire enough women on his staff, mm-hmm. or well, a woman would never do that. They would never say shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there are like, what are there, eight billion human beings? That means four billion women. <laughs> this character did that shit. Right. What you're saying is, I didn't justify it in the story. Right, but they won't get that far. Well, see, it, it, the, the, that to me, I think, is what's a very interesting comment, and people say that's not what a woman would do. And I kind of feel like when women say that, or people say that, you can't speak for everybody. No, it's the character, but it yeah. is a flaw in the writing. I mean, if, I mean, if enough women I mean, bump, if, oh, well, that's you true. Didn't justify. It's, it's, you didn't justify it I mean, because because I'll tell you what's. But sometimes people can convince you to bump. This is what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? No, they're, they're, right. well, he, I'll tell you, it was a really interesting character, female character, and I always loved it. And I don't, I didn't watch the show to know how they did in the show, but in the Preacher comic, yeah, Tulip, Tulip, <laughs> that's yeah. my girl. Really, really great character, and it's like you know, like she's like she's like. Uh, her father's like some survivalist taught her mm-hmm. to be gun girl and right, stuff like right, this right. And, 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 and her mom's not in the picture right. and I'm kind of like that woman behaves in a way that probably the, the most of the women that you meet are not going to behave right, right. that's you right you know and so you so, 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 what, so whatever she says and does and stuff like that that might be too guy I'm kind of like she doesn't know any different yeah and also part of the reason we're making these stories is we're telling you the unusual thing Right for I mean, like it's news because it doesn't happen that much. Right. That's right. why we're telling That's you the story. The story. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. like when we're on Leverage, um, we're telling you the episodes. The only episodes you see of Leverage are when the job went south. Mm-hmm. Right, because the fun is that. Yeah. If we showed you the episodes where the job went well, <laughs> it would be a two-minute episode because right. these people are all freaking geniuses. Right. And they just walk in and do things and walk out. Well, and that's well, it. Well, it's, well, yeah. Well, it's 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 the gimmick of the show. It's not a right. show. Right. It's like right. that's not a show. I mean, you need the it's, conflict. It's like mm-hmm. the th- I mean, it's like in Ocean's Eleven, what they pull off for the con, they pull off pretty fucking easily. Yes, right. but. The but whole this, point but, of the movie was the setup of the con. Set, yeah. Is this, then the tension arises mm-hmm. like this has got a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. These two dudes don't even like each other anymore. Mm-hmm. There's this third this thing. There's the girl all that he wants. Unforeseen this, 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 things. Because yeah. it wasn't about the house. Right. It was so about setting about, up the house. It was about yeah, the campaign. Yeah. yeah. The, right, yeah. Right, right, the win right, was yeah. a foregone conclusion because as soon as you see George Clooney grinning, you know he's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't think they were going to lose that. He's sitting there in the chair. They're like, Mr. Ocean. And he's like, oh, you're winning. You're winning. The only time I see, the only time there's potential that George Clooney's going to lose in a movie is if the poster shows him frowning. Okay. <laughs> if the poster shows him grinning, he won. That's yeah, it. Really. That's the end of the movie. But uh, yeah, so I'm like, note to self. You get in, <laughs> I, you get into this weird head space where um, the whole sort of viewing, not the whole, but the very vocal part of the viewing culture, the viewing audience of any of these pieces. There's a really vocal contingent of them. And it's across gender lines, across ethnic lines, across all of the different lines that one can have. There's still always this same contingent of people that as soon as you announced, I'm making a movie about Jesus, mm-hmm. 
Well, how come it's not about Jesus and Mary? <laughs> right. I mean, Mary Magdalene, goddammit, what's wrong with you people? Mm. Like, I just announced I made a movie about Jesus, we can assume she's going to be prominent. <laughs> I don't assume nothing, right? Mm. Uh, how dare you? What about the women's side? Or you made a movie about um, John Brown. Where's all the black folks? It's, it's not really, I mean, yes, that's a whole big thing. There's going to be a shitload yeah. of black folks in this movie. There's a lot of them going to be prominent. But this is a bio about John Brown, right? Crazy ass John Brown, right? Why'd you make that instead of, why didn't you make this movie about Nat Turner? Right. Because I got hired to make a movie about John but, Brown, but, but right? On that, on that same thing, though, we talked about when they did Gorilla. Yeah. And, and they didn't even have a sister in the lead. I was like, no, how are they going to do it? Or the Stonewall <laughs> thing where they, right. they leave uh, out the actual person who starts right. the, the riot, right? Like this or, and, and they always go after the actor who took the part. That's the thing that drives me nuts. Right. I'm like, listen, people listen to this. Unless that actor is a gigantic multi, 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 multi millionaire <clears throat> and male right. and male. <laughs> okay. right, right. They got to take the gigs. Okay, they're not making these movies. They're not ca- making the casting decisions. Yeah, they're not, well, yeah, right. they're yeah, just yeah, gladiators. They want the money. Yeah. I mean, because it's like I mean, there's an interesting story I read recently about how, how Clooney was saying that he's gonna he's he's slowing down on his acting. It's, to direct? No, just to, he's slowing down. It's only because he sold his tequila company for half billion dollars. Yeah, my <laughs> wife just told me that this morning. I was wow. like, wait, what? <laughs> but and but and, and and he's basically saying, I, I was I was acting to pay my nuts. And I was yeah. like, I get it. That's just, I mean, yeah, they make a lot of money. So right. Yeah, you're right. He's not, you can't go after the actors. You can, uh, for, the, for the most part, the actors are people who had to take a job. Right. But it's not as sexy because then you have to do research. You got to find out who wrote it. You got to find out who produced you it. You got to find out what studio. You don't know what made what changes. Right. You don't know any of that. That takes work. Because that one movie, that I, I wanted to see it, that, that, that Nina Simone movie that came oh, yeah. out. And it like never came out. It was it too did. much controversy. It, it, well, wait, which there were like three in it. Well, two documentaries. No, documentary. No, the movie. Oh, the movie well, what's the, your name? Did like, Sal- like uh, was Zoe Saldana? Yeah, yeah, Zoe. Listen, that's a perfect example of this. Now, yeah, I right. let's set aside whether Zoe's good or not at her job. Okay. okay. I personally have liked her in several movies, and mm-hmm. I have not liked her in other movies. Yeah. But that's anything. That can be the role. It can yeah. be the direction. You don't know. Okay, but let's say she's at best, at worst, she's a competent to above competent actress. Okay, Nina Simone, I know black people, you love Nina Simone. I personally love Nina Simone. Mm -hmm. And she's a great activist, great artist, super powerful. Most people don't know who the hell Nina Simone is. (laughs) Okay, so when you start talking about making a Nina Simone biopic, you're not talking about making a James Brown biopic. Okay, you may be all up in it. But everybody else isn't. And these people out here are looking about, how much do I spend? How much am I going to get back? You know why that movie got made? Because Zoe, Guardians of the Galaxy, freaking Saldana, was like, I want to play this part. Oh, well, hell, now we know how to market it. Here's some money. That's even if it started as an indie picture. They still have to get money to do these things. Yeah. Okay? And you live in this weird, perfect world, you critics. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where you're like, before the movie comes out, you're like, Zoe's skinny, she's pretty, right. she's like a model. You see this picture of Nina Simone, right. this should have been played by Les Dog. And exactly. I'm, like, I'm like, okay, first of all, do we even know that she wanted that part? <laughs> Two, um, the movie's not getting, not getting made with her the in the part. not getting made no. with her in the part. 
Three, is she a better actress than Zoe Saldana? No. We don't, don't know. think so. We, we don't, just we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. And then like, they talk about it like, well, she had to put all this makeup on her. And I'm like, as opposed to what? Have you seen all of these movies where people are covered everybody. in crazy? Everybody. Trust me, your hottest person does not look like that. Okay? All these things before the movie's shot, before one thing is, is right. not, it's, I'm like, these are black people. Let the black woman do the movie. Maybe it'll suck. Then beat it up. Right. But if it, you, you, they just no, going off how she looks. Because the movie didn't even, because the movie didn't even come out, or if it did come out, it I, came and went really. Fast. I mean, the, but it's but it's not available to get anywhere. Right. I'm just like, wow. So yeah, they no, just totally took it off the shelves. I mean, there. well, no, but it's like there's no streaming service. Yeah. So you, I mean, you, you can't, can't even make a decision. You can't. Even, you, I mean, you can't buy it. I don't even know why. You, I mean, I, that's just wild. To I'm me. not a big fan of prior restraint on art. I'm just not. Hmm. Uh, 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 there was a whole big controversy about that thing, Confederate, that HBO was right. going to make. Everybody was, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, yeah, it'll probably be shitty. It'll probably be just what you think it is. Let them make it. That's their right as artists to make it. And if HBO wants to spend a lot of money to get picketed and boycotted and called <laughs> racist fuckers, let HBO do that and then beat the shit out of them. Yeah. But you don't get to tell anybody what they're allowed to think about or what they're allowed to make. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Right. See, I wasn't as concerned only because I knew Malcolm and his wife were working on it. And he is really pro-black. So I just knew he wouldn't be... You know what? It doesn't. You know, know? It's not even about all that. It's like, I feel like everybody's on a, a hair trigger. Right. Like, they call it outrage culture. I don't know if I like that. But um, I just saw literally this morning on uh, Comic Book Resources, I don't know which, which stringer they had on the thing... But they're like, should we be worried about the upcoming Han Solo movie? <laughs> and I'm like, no, motherfucker, you shouldn't, because no one's seen it. <laughs> you shouldn't be worried at all. You shouldn't even be talking about this, right. because you haven't seen it. What, what are people particularly worried about? Who cares? I didn't even read the article. That was the giant clickbait headline. See, see, see to, me, to me, people, are, people have been saying... The movie's going to be terrible because Ron Howard's behind it. Really? He, he that terrible that. filmmaker, but Ron see, Howard. This is <laughs> like, about Ron Howard. This is about, this is, he's the perfect filmmaker to make that movie. They know him. They trust him. He delivers what delivers. they give him. Right. That movie, from what we've seen since, the, since, since Lucasfilm has been bought by Disney, mm. they're not getting like David Finch to do that shit. Right. So it, so it, it has to go down a certain... It's, that, that's a, you, have to hit, you have to hit that ball a certain way that they want to be hit... And he has consistently done that through his career, right. so he'll deliver the way that they want that to be. I, I don't want my fandoms of anything to be defined by the toxic element. Okay, I don't want people looking at all geeks mm -hmm. like these assholes are defining <laughs> what geeks are. These guys are just assholes. They happen to be geeks, right? right? <clears throat> most of us aren't boycotting this shit. <laughs> most most of us, if we don't want to see it, like I don't go see DC. Um, feature films, the live action ones, mm. they've proven to me that they're not making a product that I like. <laughs> but I don't spend my hours of my day deconstructing why right. Man of Steel is a bag of shit. Okay? <laughs> I could do that, but why? Right. Millions of people loved it. Yeah. Let them love their thing. And if you want to, you know, you know, like, like watch some DC product that you like watch the TV shows watch the TV shows watch the cartoons. It's not like there's not a lot of stuff out there to like. I don't get why people get connected to each other based on what they dislike. It's fascinating to mm -hmm. me because it seems like... That's an interesting point because right? I, like, I noticed that a lot too. People do like to... I, well, you know, obviously people pile on to something. Yeah, it's like you get interested. And I'm kind of like... I start seeing stuff like that and I'm like, oh, I could comment, but why? Right. You know, because... What's the point? What are you adding I mean, to like, it? I'm not adding anything. I'm not saying anything more nuanced than what mm -hmm. the other 50 people have said. And I'm kind of like, but you know what? 
they did what they wanted to do. And if it's if not I had the opportunity to do that, I would do a different movie. Obviously, because I'm a different person than Zack Snyder. That's correct. But I'm not That's saying correct. that my movie's gonna be better or worse. I'm just saying I'm a different person. That's right. You know what? I, there I are mean, many things that I dislike about many movies. We've talked about mm-hmm. uh, The Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. I love that movie up until the clunk, and then even after the clunk, I was like, if you just lifted out that scene. Right. I deeply love this movie. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't enough to be a deal breaker, but I was like, somebody needs to talk to Guillermo about this right. going forward. Yeah, I, I had two bumps, but okay. the rest of right. it was fine. You, right, right. You know what I mean? I and had that's three, fair. but right. there you go. But, okay. and to but me, that's three different people seeing exactly the, the same, same thing. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I just feel... It had too many coincidences for me. That was my other issue. It's a fairy tale. Yeah. I didn't mind that. He, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's a romantic, and I kind right. of, and, I, and, 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 I, and you have to look at his movies that with, with that lens. Right. So the direction was... Flawless and stuff. to me, I think what's interesting, yeah. I mean, like, I keep wanting to see Pan's Labyrinth again for him, but I don't think he's going to do that because Pan's Labyrinth is, is, a, is a very kind of like biting story. And, and I think he's, he's able to get it away from it being biting because it's about a little girl, mm-hmm. not about adults. Right. And I feel that when I, so when I watch like Pacific Rim and I watch this, I'm kind of like, I want that bite, but he's never going to give me that for Well, I wouldn't for, say never. I'm not saying that, but he, ha- but he hasn't I since then. I think he's having fun. You know, he, oh, look, he's having fun. He's making movies he wants he to wants make. He wants to see, yeah. You know, everything like that. I mean, the, 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 what's the movie in between? The Scarlet film or whatever it was? Yeah, uh, 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 so Crimson uh, Rivers. Crimson River. or... I mean, it's all stuff he wants to see. I mean, I'm kind of, and, and I realize the things that, 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 that are in the movies that I, his three films, like after Ben's Up, that I, it's just there's a moment of, of that bite that he's not doing. And, and, and you know what? I realize it's not him. You know what? But, and so I can't, Say that's why the movie fails, but it's, it doesn't fail because people like those movies, and you know, and and they're made well, they're done well. Like you said, he creates his own world, and so many filmmakers do not or cannot yeah, do that. They don't try. And 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 these guys who get the opportunity to play with the, to play with the Marvel properties, that's cool too. But you're playing in someone else's world, and that's another thing people need to get all get over too. When I'm working, I'm working at Marvel on the Black Panther thing, and they brought me in specifically because of the way I write. Right. They were very clear about that. But even within that, um, and I'm sure I'm going to be having this discussion a lot <laughs> after the show comes out, um, it's a dance. It's, a, it's, a, it's literally like a tango. It's, mm-hmm. Marvel has certain goals for each property. Marvel has long-term projections for all of their properties. They have characters in play that you don't even know about for years down the line. So if you say, hey, can we use so-and-so from like 1964? No, no, we're going to make a movie about that. You're <laughs> going to make a movie about Rockman from Venus? <laughs> right. We got that. In, we, it's on lock, dude. We already got a director lined up. Right. Damn! Right. right? But that's not your business. That's their literally their business. Mm-hmm. So the finished product is never just, unless you're James Gunn, and for whatever reason you tapped exactly <laughs> into their thing, naturally. Mm-hmm. He just naturally is somehow twigged into that thing. And the Russo brothers the same way. And I don't know what they're, whether they have friction. They might have friction. I don't know. But those, those points are rare. There's always a sort of, well, I, the creator wants to do X, company wants to do Y, Let's have a cat. Let's have a chat. Let's talk about it. Let's fight about it. Let's pound on the table about it a little bit sometimes. And at the end of the day, and here's the thing the audience never wants to hear. The company wins. (laughs) The company always wins. The company will win. Your job is to make the best argument you can if there's a difference of opinion, Mm. understanding that all they have to do is go, I don't know why you're still talking. We're going to do it this way. (laughs) Or be like, what's his name? Uh, Who got kicked off of Ant-Man? Right. Well, they lost a couple of directors off of a couple of films. And largely it's due to a difference in culture. 
the way films are made, as you well know, is a cult of personality that focuses on a director while it's being made and, and before and after the producers. Right? right, right. And in a weird way, the producers still, but the, the, to, the, to the crew making it, it's invisible. They can't really see that. But in TV, writers drive, producers drive, uh, directors, even very skilled directors who are excellent, um, they, they basically don't have time to argue with us. They do what we, what the script tells them to do, right? right? Um, Marvel movies seem to me to be made in the latter way. Well, if you come from a culture where as soon as we set sail, I'm the captain and I'm doing this. Uh, and then Marvel's like, yeah, yeah, but we're going to have these two exec officers with you and they're going to have maps and they're going to tell you to go this way even mm-hmm. though you're Nate, you would not logically go this other way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't, I can't work like that. I got to go. That's, then, I think, well, what has happened. Well, then you got to go. Then I mean, but, go. No, but, 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 but it's evident in the fact that if you look at their movies, their movies by and large... They look like they've been directed by the same person. That's not throughout. an accident. But no, no, it's and, a brand. and 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 that's what they wanted. That's right. Because they're not getting like a Tony Scott type of visionary role in there. Now the thing is, it, it probably would be cool to see him do that. But but they wouldn't let him. You know, like they wouldn't let that happen. I think what happens with people who are lay people and a lot of people in the business too, they get this notion in their head that every movie's trying to hit the same target. It's not. And. Uh, people laugh at me because I love the Fast and Furious franchise. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you love that? And I'm like, well, first of all, why wouldn't I love that? It's delightful. It's a ride. It's delightful. <laughs> yes. Right? But here's the thing. I've watched people come out of movies like that. And they're like, God damn it, why didn't they do this? And this, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, did you not see the trailer? <laughs> because they told you precisely what right. this movie was about to be. Right. So if you went to it expecting a deep discussion of, you know, uh, ethno ethno uh, politics <laughs> in 1954 Guatemala, mm-hmm. and that didn't happen, even though it was set in Guatemala. Um, that's on you, baby. Right. That's on you. <laughs> and I start to look at what the movie promises me instead of what I'm trying to walk in with, right? And I'll go see a movie that you wouldn't think I would go see if the prom. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't get disappointed when it's not a James Bond movie because they didn't freaking promise me a James <laughs> Bond movie. No, <laughs> you know. You, well, yeah, well, that's. A, I mean, look, that's the thing. Right. I mean, like, like I, Fast and the Furious, <clears throat> for example, like that's a movie that if you have any, if if you have expectations of a Jason Bourne type of thing, you're going to be upset. Yeah. If you're, but if you, but if you're not, if you, if you're cool with what, what that franchise became after the, the Asian guy got, I can't remember his name now. Yeah. I think Justin Lin, I mean, look, let's give that, I'm sorry to cut up and you jump back in. That franchise of movies did a pivot that changed it into another kind of set of movies totally did. that normally kills a movie franchise. Right. So they need all the props for that because yeah. that was a hell of a magic trick. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah, I mean, was, so, so, I mean, you have to go in and look at the movie that way. And I think you're right. I mean, people don't... But see, to me, they weren't using them right anyway by that time. Don't so. get me started. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, people don't... I, I don't know, it's weird. It's like the expectation of what people want from movies are, is it's very clear... By the way they do everything with it, the, the way the studio is putting it out, and if you're not, if you're not up for that, then you're going to be so disappointed. If you want some sort of thrill, some sort of X, you know, on a certain level, you have to say to yourself, "Well, who, who's actually behind it?" I mean, at a, I mean, if you want the nuance, 
from a, a action film, well, then you get to know who's behind it. But if you don't, then you just say, I'm, then go on for the ride. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with going on for the ride on action film for that type of movie. And you can fault the film on its technical aspects. The one place where all movies are the same is on the tech aspect. Right. Uh, did it keep crossing the line accidentally? Which made the film <laughs> makes, right. makes your head go, what yeah, the hell? Why, wasn't he standing over there before? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of stuff. If you see boom shadows and cables hanging off of mm-hmm. stuff, that's unprofessional stuff. By, by all means, bring a cleaver and chop that movie right. the hell up. Wasn't he smoking a cigarette yeah, in that last like one? Two seconds ago, that cigarette was as long <laughs> as his finger. <laughs> now it's a snub. But now it's back along again. What's going on? Right? That, those are fails you can beat the crap out of. But this sort of advance, you've got a checklist of, well... Uh, didn't have enough black people in it, didn't have enough Latin people in it, didn't have enough Asian people in it, didn't have enough gay people in it, didn't have enough dogs in it, didn't have enough robots in it. Didn't have, Dude, don't go to the movie. Right. Just if that's the way, you're not there for the movie, you're there waiting for something. <laughs> waiting for the back to attack and whatever. Right? <laughs> right, they're going to fail. It's made by human beings. Okay, <laughs> everything human beings make has massive flaws in it. Right. Everything, every building, every car, every pair of shoes, every single thing that human beings make. Is, is flawed in many, many ways. Well, you know, I, I, I also think it's what you say, too. It's like the audience is not aware of the behind-the-scenes compromises that everybody's going to make. And they're make. not interested. True. That's they're the thing. Well, if you tell well, them that, they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's baseball yeah. stuff. But, it's like, but that's why the movie came out the way it did. And so if you're going to like take the argument down that route, then you got to understand this is going to be what happened. Don't mansplain me, man. You know, Don't, don't be mansplaining me <laughs> about... about uh, like that's another thing too. There's this. It's a cultural thing. Um, there's a the big Asimov quote that everybody's always um, circulating around about ignorance. Your ignorance is not equal to my knowledge. <laughs> Sorry, um, but people don't like to be told, right? They don't like anyone who has expertise in any area unless it's a mechanic fixing their car or a doctor fixing their body. They don't want anybody telling them anything. And I keep having to remind people. You know, I'm actually an expert at this. <laughs> This, they're not like giving me money to do this because I'm black. Right. They're not not because I'm tall. It'd be cool <laughs> if they would give it to you. Oh, black. Black. Just be black. I get that cash. So oh, that's dope. That's dope. I just gotta sit here and be, be black, black all and get day. Some money? Yeah. Oh, Damn. Shit. But right, I actually am an expert at this, and there are other experts who also get paid. Now you right. can point at people who claim to be experts and suck at it, mm-hmm. and there's almost always a reason why they got the job in spite of that. <laughs> but in my case, actual expert. But nobody wants to hear that. What they want is, I've already arrived at a conclusion, and everything that doesn't fit that conclusion, out. Right. Even if it's a fact, especially if it's a fact. Well, don't hit me with the fact. Don't confuse me with the facts. <laughs> I'm like, look, guy died making his movie in the middle of the movie. Steven Spielberg took over, right? You got a different version of that movie than you would have got had the original guy made it. Right. We don't know if that would have been better. We don't know if it would have been worse. Just because he made a lot of good movies before that doesn't mean this movie would have been any good. Right. There's no rules. Right, that's not how it's playing right now in the general media and the social. No, no, yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, I I hear words coming out of my mouth that I used to get so angry when a creator would say about racial issues, about gender issues, about that stuff. Um, And I make stuff now, a lot more stuff, and I'm arguing with people who should be on my side Mm. about stuff, like because I didn't do it exactly the way they would have done it. To which I respond, then get in the arena. Mm. Yeah, I welcome see, see, more cause, great cause, stories. Cause see, right. Come in here and kick my ass. Because <laughs> the, the one thing you know, you say this a lot, but the one thing is, uh, you have uh, you know ink and paper, and that's costing you so you little anything. Phone. You have a cell phone. You can make a movie right. with your cell phone. The built-in, the arguments we're having, we're having on computers. 
that are connected to the internet. So clearly you right. have enough money to have a computer, right. and you definitely have a freaking phone, because people in the middle of freaking war-torn Afghanistan, they have, have fucking cell phones, right. okay? Get over yourself. If you're that freaking serious that you're gonna come at me about this little minor thing that didn't hit your version of your <laughs> ism, right? Which has gotta be maybe less than .00% of whatever your ism is, right? There's the large feminism, and then there's your crazy ass <laughs> feminism that really only applies to you and your six friends, okay? If you're gonna come at me about that, pick up your cell phone, and the what is it iMovie that's right. built or whatever um, uh, uh, the, the 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 what is the it? editing the, thing in there the other guys <laughs> the the, comp- the competitor Bill, Bill Gates people oh Premiere Microsoft Microsoft oh, right yeah. each mm-hmm. of those laptops comes built in with editing software true that editing software is more powerful than everything that Hollywood did up until like nineteen ninety seven right okay you can make a movie with those two devices if you're that badass. You six people, you six mm-hmm. black people who I wasn't black enough for, okay, you six women that I wasn't female enough for, you six gay people that I was too straight for, mm-hmm. if you're that badass, go make your shit and get in the game. Because right. I want to be amazed. I want to be impressed. I'm mostly still an audience member. Make some stories I want to go see. Right. Prove me wrong, and I will be like, yes, you proved me wrong. Take all my money. Mm-hmm. I will be that guy. I love that shit. But please, 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 let creators create first. Let them say what they've got to say. That's the whole point of the discussion. Well, see, this is interesting you say about what that you have to let creators say what they're going to say. Because, like, I think that even if you get certain elements off, if you're telling something that's remarkably new or just a, or not even just like it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting nuance on a story that maybe we already know. I'm gonna go with it because it's like I want to know what you're gonna do. I mean, look, there's there's there, there's gonna be details that are off for for a lot of reasons that may have nothing to do with uh, what you what the the creator really wanted to do originally right. wanted to do. And I, I'm kind of like if I move by what the story is, I can let those small little things. I'm not gonna be bothered by those because 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 why be bothered by that? Well, there's going to be something wrong. That's yeah. the point. Yeah, someone's going to do something that no performance is flawless. Uh, and you know, you know, as a f- movie maker, especially, you're cutting a performance together. It's not like we're watching a stage play being documented. Right. That actor did that scene a bunch mm-hmm. of times, and you're lifting out and changing angles and doing all that stuff right. because sh- somewhere in there wasn't good, right? Or well, wasn't right for right. what you wanted. It wasn't right, right, right. Mm. And I think the hardest thing the internet does one thing: it makes us perfectly shielded against um, contradictory notions. Mm-hmm. I can just be like, well, that's just you, right? And, and everybody who's on my team says the same thing. And if mm-hmm. I got 11,000 on my team, that's 11,000 people saying, yeah, fuck you, right? Yeah. Um, that doesn't make them right. That makes 11,000 people wrong if, <laughs> if they've chosen the wrong position, <laughs> right? Right. It's right. just a lot of wrong people. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm distressed as a creator at the sort of piranhas waiting to descend on the raw meat rather than because what is our job our our whole job for which we people aspire to get paid and for which those of us who are lucky enough fortunate enough to be paid to do Mm -hmm. what are we actually doing creating stories to entertain people that's it Mm -hmm. that's the whole thing we're doing and yet People are coming at you like you've just raised a Nazi flag in their <laughs> living room and you're going to rape their dog, you know? And you're yeah. just like, I just was trying to tell this little story about a princess and a, and a unicorn and, you know, maybe they're but again, in the Bronx. But, but, but look, but, but, but the, the whole thing goes back to what I was saying earlier is that there's too much of the lens of gender, race, class. Like that is like so overwhelming 
how everyone is is viewing like everything that's being made. That's just kind of like, I mean, that's gotten boring to me as a way, and it's almost offensive to 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 like how you look at things because it's just not what has to happen all the time. And uh, people are, and I think it is partially the clickbait press too because there was this whole thing. What's her name? Roxanne Gay. Yes. Okay. Yes. She's writing one of the Black Panther things. She's the first black woman to ever do this. It's yes. a big deal in comic book world. Okay. Uh, people kept trying to make a thing out of the fact that she didn't invite, get invited to the movie premiere of the Black Panther. <laughs> what? And it kept popping up in my feed. And I was like, am I going to respond to this? This has nothing to do with me. Should I just shut the hell up? I know, you at the TV show and you right. weren't even invited. And I'm like, look, <laughs> stop trying to make a fight. I don't think she's doing this. It's right. other people that are trying to do this. Stop trying to make a fight about this. I'm making the Black Panther cartoon series, <laughs> right. which is going to be amazing. Okay. And... I did not get a ticket to that thing. Right. This person is writing a comic book. I don't think she lives in L.A., does she? No, she's in New York. She lives in New York. So what you wanted them to do was to fly a comic book writer out <laughs> to a premiere, put her up, I guess, in a hotel right. room. Who? I mean, who? Uh, no one uh, knows uh, who the hell he, that is except right. a few people in comic book world. Right. I'm not saying it's not an amazing achievement because it is. These people have needed to hire a lot more of everybody than right. they've been hiring, and she's making a stamp on this book. It's great, by the way. Everything she's doing is great. But it's a new book. She, she I, it's, it's, you know, she's a comic a book writer. writer. In the eyes of the people who do publicity why am I inviting this comic book writer to this movie thing right because unless, unless she created the Black Panther and even then I like, don't know if she's going to get invited exactly right or a definitive story that yeah, used yeah. part of the movie and even then okay mm. nothing against her certainly nothing against her as a woman right all right it's just how it works right. how do I know I'm the showrunner of the upcoming Black Panther cartoon, <laughs> exactly. and my ass was not at that premiere, right. nor was I and, invited to be there. Right. And you live in L.A. And I could literally Uber from my house to the thing, okay? I don't even have to park, okay? Let's be real. Those, those premieres are, are marketing things. Of course They're they are. They're inviting all the big stars, right. all the big celebrities. You saw them, you know, Lena and then... Yeah, yeah. People who aren't mm. who aren't Marvel fans, who tastemakers. Aren't, you they know, think they tastemakers. want people. They want the press. They want everybody yep. to see it, and it makes us all look good. That's right. And then, boom! That's why it can come out two weeks earlier. It's not a party. They have all the hottest people there. You didn't miss a party, right? They that don't need a Diddy marketing there. Marketing event. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? Mark. And more to the point, that's not even the issue, right? I was a little jealous watching, you know, people do their twirls and wearing their okay, cool stuff, look. whatever, but only a little bit. Just a little? Only yeah. a little bit, okay? Because everybody looking at fun wants to have some fun. On the other side of that, there were a hell of a lot of people there, and I don't really do well in those big of a right, crowd. Right. So if you ever see me at one, by the way, understand I'm freaking the hell out inside no matter what <laughs> I look like, okay? But um, that's what that was for. It was mm-hmm. almost literally a media circus. Mm-hmm. So the company is going to say, are you, are you adding something to the circus that we're going to make money off that's right. of, or are you detracting from it? And that's if they're even considering you. Right. If you're at the level of, let me put it like this, none of the people who wrote for me on my show got tickets to the freaking right. Black Panther, okay? Right. They're closer in proximity. All of them have Hollywood careers, right. which Hollywood would take, I'm not saying this is right or wrong. Hollywood would take that more seriously than any comic right. book writer who isn't. You're going right. to invite the showrunner of Luke Cage, though. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That you might do. Right. Well, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, well, he getting to go. But, so what I'm right. thinking is the writer didn't do all of this. A bunch of people on the writer's behalf started to generate outrage. Right. Why? 
Let the Black Panther come out. Let it be the smash it's definitely going to be. Let all these happy black people dress up and dance and people are buying out theaters so kids can go see this movie. And you want to whine on behalf of a person who's not whining, by the way. She's not whining about it. You're whining on her fake behalf to start a controversial thing to what, sell a couple extra more clicks on your your website? Stop it, okay? You're not helping anyone. It's bullshit. I mean, I mean, like... I knew she was like um, writing the book, but she's like, I mean, that's a controversy that I didn't know about. It's fake. It's not but a controversy. See, but, 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 but that's the, because people don't understand. They don't understand how the industry works, and they're not really. And they don't want to hear it when someone. No. But I think I shut it down by responding, right. saying, "This is not a thing. Stop making this a thing. <laughs> I do this for a living, and I didn't get invited to this show. Right. Guess what? If either of us was getting an invite." Probably should have been me, right. and I didn't get one. And guess who's not at all mad? Right. Me. Don't care at all. Right. Literally don't care at all. Not not my onions, yeah. as my dad would say. That's right. not your onions. Like, <laughs> I don't know where the hell he got that. Um, but oh, that's why are people one, are trying to make... There's another, I think what it is is that, and there's another thing. Years ago, a, a writer, a female writer, got a really bad review from the New York Times. Right. And she went on, this is before blogs, but the, the equivalent of a blog and said, I felt virtually raped. And I was like, no, you didn't, because there's no such thing as that. There's no such thing as a virtual rape. You've either been raped, right. which every rape victim will be like, yeah, that's real, mm-hmm. or What's the word about you is there, not... There's no such thing as virtual, nothing close there's no to figurative, there's, that's like being virtually dead, okay? <laughs> virtually strangled to death, there's no such thing as that, okay? What her big, her big statement was, was they didn't treat me right, right. but... Also, it helps serve to diminish the real threat, the real uh, consequences, the real social uh, response to actual rape, right? right? Well, I mean, there's a continuum and there's a blah, blah, blah. No, there's not. You're either raped or you're not raped. That's it. And we should do certain things about that. One of the things we shouldn't do, lady, is try to apply this kind of outrage to you getting a bad book review. Writers get bad book reviews, suck it up right All the time. All the time. Daily. So what I'm seeing in the culture is everybody's scrambling to find something to be part of the I'm mad about this about. I don't get to say me too. Mm-hmm. I don't get to say me too. That's not about me. It's about men and women in a big sense, but it's about women saying, fuck you, stop doing this shit, we've had it. Mm-hmm. So I don't get to bogart on that. I don't get to jump in on that. And I also, as a woman, don't get to find random ass shit where a random dude didn't open a door for me mm-hmm. and say, me too. That's not me too, bitch. That's not me too. <laughs> Me too is some real shit. Real shit that people are talking about happened to them and they would wish to stop. Right. You're not helping that. You're diminishing that by throwing your crazy thing in. Black people are the same, right? Everything's not racism. Sometimes you just suck and didn't get the job, right? right? Sometimes that guy was a dick, but not a racist. Mm-hmm. He's just a dick. He's decked out to everybody. It wasn't because you were black, mm-hmm. right? Let's, <clears throat> let's all calm the fuck down and focus on the real shit so we can solve it, Right? I, I don't know if there's an answer to it. I'm sort of just ranting about mm-hmm. it, which is the rant room, so I can do that. But, <laughs> we need to rant um, Okay. But the, this culture of, like, th- that kind of Me Tooism actually hurts the thing, right? The cause. Yeah. Well, it hurts the yeah, actual cause. Well, yeah, because, it, because it, it waters it down to the point that it expands... You know, like what's falling under the, the the umbrella to the point that it's like, well, everything's falling under the umbrella, and it's and 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 therefore the things and, that and therefore nothing, yeah, and the things that are so heinous, 
yeah. are now being like like linked with something that's not heinous, and you're mm. kind of like, eh, well, whatever. All, all right, all, all right. You know what? This whole this whole Me Too movement, it's all gotta go away because it's covering too much shit, mm-hmm. and that is like a problem that you, we can't have because no, you have to be focused. All the successes in civil rights struggles are because of laser focus on the actual thing. Right. And anytime somebody's coming in, jumping around, saying, "Nope, sorry, that's not part of this." Stop it. And it's the people in the movement who do that. They're like, that's not what we're talking about. Mm. I'm not saying that's, that's a bad thing, uh, that it's not a bad thing, and that mm-hmm. you weren't wronged in the small, tiny, ridiculous, I don't know why you care about that <laughs> way you were wronged. But over here, they're setting dogs on us and shooting you know, fire hoses at because we're just trying to vote and go to school. Right. Let us handle that. And Which is exactly what King and them was yeah, doing. Like, right. we marching, we doing, we doing this... We're doing this peacefully. Right. We, do, we can't fight back in and, and do this and do that. As soon as that's done, right. we'll get to the fact that these guys took a piss in your yard. Okay? <laughs> yeah, right. So in a few months, maybe, right. after we deal with getting shot at and getting people out of jail <laughs> and going to school and getting a vote. Stopping the lynchings. Stopping the right. lynchings. That piss in your yard, we will, at some point, we'll right. send a person by and we'll talk about <laughs> it. Okay? There needs to be a lot more of that in the actual right. movements instead of just everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's what's up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. So where so, you at, Jeff Thorne? I'm at, oh, I want to do my shout out. Uh, uh, Freema Aguiman, mm-hmm. I have a pilot you should star in, but I can't get at you, girl. Um, find me on Twitter and I'll send you that script. You'll read it. And uh, 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 Lauren Cohen, I don't know what your deal is with Walking Dead, but if you do leave that show, right. I also have another pilot <laughs> that you would kill to be in. <laughs> find me on Twitter. I'm easy to find. Game of Thorns. Right. On Twitter or jeffreythorn.com or look me up on IMDb. Not stalking, just putting up, a, <laughs> just sending up a flare. Um, and that's it. I'm doing my comics. I'm about to drop some Winterman comics. And yeah, it looks, it looks, it looks always good, by the way. Uh, mine is the least interesting one. The art's finally back on the next three. They're all going to come out at the same time in a couple of months as soon as the color gets done. Um, I'm doing that. Obviously, I'm still on Black Panther, right. um, getting ready to go. Uh, go do the rounds on some new projects. I got a sci-fi thing I want to try and get on Netflix. Um, and uh, I think I think that that that's it. Okay. Right yeah, that's it. Where are you at, Chris? <clears throat> I'm at uh, shadowboxercinema.net, derekbrothers.com, and uh, at unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram. How are you doing with the shirts? I don't know, man. I have, I've been I've been sick. I've been busy. I've been trying to rewrite. Yeah, I haven't trying to really promote it. Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't. I, I, I want keep, to. I keep thinking I'm gonna see a bunch of stuff all on Instagram and like I, here's a I shirt. I know, but I just is. I've been I've been sick, and I just finished the director's reel, which was a lot harder than I. Th- what? It's not not harder, but it was hard because I had to source material, and I haven't. Yeah. And I was like, where is all this stuff? And then just make you know the one thing I, I've always found a problem with when I've watched people cut together stuff on the internet sometimes is they don't get the best source I mean source material is oh, yeah. like is, is low grade and I was like right. I can't have any of that right. so that so that was like uh, you know and it's weird because like, it was your movie I was like you know but you do stuff for a while and you don't think about those uh, that archiving and stuff like that but this has been time and it's all done now right. so so I'm excited and then uh, so it was, it's coming up it's coming up okay. it's, 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 sure. it's all gonna be you know I have to work on Paul's shirt still so we're, 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 we're doing all that oh, for that thing <clears throat> yeah he okay. wants to see something so okay. uh, but that's it that's what's up and I'm your host Hilliard Guest you guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest you guys can follow the show Screenwriters RR on, on Twitter <clears throat> any questions ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com please go on iTunes and give us a five star review we need that for the metrics 
What? Which are really high. Look at you. Congratulations. Yeah, going good. It's going I know. Good. Got this top, got 10 top 10 thing. I was, like, I was like, what was that? that? You know what's funny? That guy was saying, oh, yeah. oh you know, for a good, for a good uh, uh, experiment to listen to John August and then listen to ours. And I was like, that's, that's wow. funny. That's big. That's big. That's big. That's big. Yeah, that's good. That's that, was, that was a really good. Thank you. Shout out to you. Uh, forgive me. I don't remember your name off the top of my head. Um, I think his name was Kurt something. Oh yeah, it is Kurt something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to you. Um, <clears throat> we love you, Kurt something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. We appreciate that shit. Um, a lot of good shit going on. Things are coming up. Um, anything you want to talk about? No. You know, I'm curious to see where people are with their plans as opposed to their goals. Like, yeah. how are people doing with that? Mm. So I have to put that out there to some folks. If okay. you guys listen to the plans versus the goals episode. Hit us up and ago, yeah, hit us. Ago, yeah. yeah, yeah, hit us up. Let me know. Maybe it's like the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah, because we did it with Paul. Um, let us know what you think. Um, yeah, that's about it. Shout out to Lisa again. You know, get well to the people up there and all that shit. Um, everybody joining me. Y'all know how we do it on the rant room. <laughs> on the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated, and we keep it what? <laughs> what kind Hold on, one more thing for y'all non-football people. Who y'all got? I don't play. I don't, play. I, don't, I don't need to watch people. I should have known. I play games. I don't, I, don't, I don't watch people playing games. I don't even know who's playing. No. Yeah. I don't care. I don't, literally do not care. I, 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 I don't even know who's playing. If they Comic don't do commercials for stuff that I do like, I don't even know who the players are. I well, could not care less. There, there is an interesting commercial I want to see. There is this uh, Peter Dinklage and... You watch uh, the halftime commercials. Well, there's that Peter Dinklage is, is doing a rap battle with Morgan Freeman. Okay, oh, I'm watching the hell out of that. That sounds cool. That's oh, supposed to be... Yeah, that's supposed to be funny. funny. They were going to do that Prince hologram right. and people got word of it and Sheila E. was like, Prince no. has very specifically said, that's demonic, do not do any holograms. Really? So if there was such a plan, it ain't happening now. Oh, I did see some Twitter shit about yeah. that. Yeah, right. so go Sheila E. That's what's up. <laughs> so... Peace, y'all. <laughs> I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Road Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerders Got no time for no kata Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the rent room